The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Boric Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is on the line. Boric, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. And now, a bloom looms. It does indeed. It's just around the corner. It's hard to believe the June Bank holiday weekend. Bloom is back for its 16th year, Pat. And it's hard to believe during COVID we had virtual bloom, but we're back in the Phoenix Park again this year. And the organisers board BIA have 19 stunning gardens this year. They've made it bigger and better. And it's hard to believe that it expands over 70 acres of the Phoenix Park. And it includes the lovely OPW Victorian Garden as well, which is right beside the 19 show gardens and is always well worth a visit. But some stunning gardens this year, Pat. A new garden, Peter McVerry, Trust have actually a beautiful garden this year called Pathways to Home Garden and they're really representing that journey from homelessness and sleeping rough to living in a a safe and secure home of course with a beautiful garden. There's also a big emphasis on sustainability climate change, organic food and we're seeing that through gardens like the Sustainable Forest Garden which again will showcase forest gardening and foraging part of all things Mm -hmm. and some restful spaces and for gardeners with disability and accessibility issues there are two lovely gardens one by Mark Hoy he was the super garden winner in 2020 and he's bringing his wheelchair garden to bloom this year it's a, a f- wheelchair friendly garden and also enable Ireland are back this year with a, with a fabulous garden again reflecting on accessibility so some really really stunning gardens Pat Borbio have also Gary Graham was saying to me that they're extending the outdoor areas so again Again, I suppose just be mindful of COVID. They're creating a large nursery village where people can purchase plants and talk to the gardening experts out in an open area this year. Um, so well worth the visit. Tickets will be limited this year. So my advice is to get online as soon as you can and purchase your tickets because they're going to be snapped up very, very quickly. Okay. So Bloom kicking off on Thursday, the 2nd of June. Until June the 6th. 6th, yeah. Now, uh, lots of questions coming in, Porik. Uh, two of my Acer palmatums, one in a pot and a younger one in a bed, have sprouted an uneven display of leaves. The centre of the trees are woody and bald like a monk's tonsure. I <laughs> feed them in the autumn. Mary in Adair wants to know what to do. Okay, so they're bald. They're bald on top, I suppose, is what Mary is saying. And look, the one thing about acers, first of all, Mary, the time to feed acers, acer palmatums or any of the acer family is actually at this time of year as they're actively growing, not in the autumn period. You're wasting the fertilizer at that time of year. My advice really is to, to do a little bit of pruning back. And the good news with acer palmatum, even at this time of year, and it's in 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 leaf is to trim it back because that will stimulate some new growth and that growth will help to fill up the bald areas right in the centre and, of course, feed those acer palmatums now. So remove any dead wood, prune back some of the stems and the acer will kick into new growth and fill up those bare patches. Now, two lavender questions. I have hairs eating my lavender hedge. They're eating all the new growth. What can I apply to the plants to stop it? And another one, what can I do with some lavender that has gone very woody? They are in pots because I only have a balcony. Should I cut them back or donate to someone who has a garden and start myself again from scratch? That's Well, you could certainly... You could, st- Hannah, you could certainly start with some fresh lavender plants. I mean, it depends on the size of the pots. Remember that lavender is a Mediterranean plant. It does re- very well in pots and containers, but it does 
take on a woody aspect, particularly if you're not pruning it back. The hairs are doing it for the first uh, listener, Pat. But in Hannah's instance, I would just trim them back, give them a good feed, maybe top dress them with some uh, new compost, scrape off some of the old soil that's in the pot and effectively repot them back into the pots and give them a good liquid feed. In terms of the hairs, hairs will eat the young foliage of lavender and you can use a treatment called grazers. It's a simple, simple liquid. It's actually calcium in a spray on. Very, very safe to use. It doesn't harm the hairs, but they dislike the taste of calcium. And for anyone with problems with rabbits, hairs, goats or deer any of or pigeons indeed you can use grazers very safely on fruit vegetables and ornamental plants to stop stop them grazing can you ask your garden expert how to combat weevils i have a big problem with them can't find anything on the market to to fight them that's from sarah yeah, no, Sarah, you can use uh, Bug Clear, which it works very, very effectively on vine weevil. So vine weevil is the larvae of the, 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 the vine weevil beetle and tends to eat the roots of plants, particularly if they're in pots and containers or plants like uh, Virginias or uh, Heuchras are, are affected by them and fuchsias indeed. So simply pop into your local garden centre. They'll have a product uh, called Bug Clear. It's in a, a reddish box from memory. You mix it in water, you apply it to the compost or the plants and that will eradicate the vine weevil. I have two apple trees. Last year all the apples had signs of a worm burrowing from the inside out. How can I prevent this? So that's codly moth patch. It's a it's a small worm effectively that enters when the just as the flowers begin to fade and the, the young apple is beginning to develop its its um, fruiting, which they're doing at the moment. Now the the time to put the codly moth traps on the trees is actually in the autumn. So you've missed it for this year, but next autumn, uh, apply a codly moth trap. You simply put it around the base of the stem of the plant and that will control the problem. Um, what is the alternative for uh, Roundup, for example, if you want to clear a gravel pathway or driveway? Uh, an organic one, uh, Steve wants to know? Yeah, there is. There, there are organic uh, weed controls available. Um, they're, they're based on an acid, acetic acid patch, which is very similar to vinegar. Um, and that can be used. Or look, if it's a gravel path, what I find is the garden hoe. So get yourself one of the wolf garden hoes. They work really well on gravel and weeds and gravel and in beds in general. And it's a great way to get yeah. your 10,000 steps. Uh, just a quick one about the acetic acid or vinegar, because it's a technique I've heard of. But someone said to me that it damages the subsoil if you put vinegar on it. It should, no, it shouldn't do, Pat. I mean, it is only a contact weed control. It doesn't kill off the roots. So weeds like dandelions and docks are only you're only burning back the foliage, as it were, and they'll re-emerge again. But um, acetic acid is is um, used quite readily. Now, someone else uh, wants to know: uh, uh, Can Porik recommend a small tree I can plant in my front garden to mark a special occasion? I presume one they want to keep small. OK, well, it depends, obviously, on the size of the garden, but you get anything from small weeping willows. The Acer palmatum that we mentioned at the start of the programme tends to be relatively small, up to six, maybe seven, eight feet, depending on, on the variety. Um, if it's a slightly larger space, maybe something like a malice. So the malice are in flower at the moment. They're beautiful pink flowers and they produce lovely berries in the autumn. And they'll make a relatively small tree or maybe one of the silver birches. Um, I have some lovely birches in my own front garden and they do really well and they make a relatively small tree as well. So depending on the space, there's quite a wide choice available at the moment. I have leather jackets in my tunnel eating my lettuce. Any suggestions? 
Well, if it's in your tunnel and it's on vegetables, I would use the nematodes. They're available in garden centers at the moment. So these are the natural occurring parasitic nematodes. You simply mix them in water, apply them to the soil, and they control leather jackets and, and pests like carrot root fly and cabbage root fly as well. A 35-year-old creeper covering my house has died. I left it for two years to see if it would come back, but no. Is there any way of removing it easily? It's stuck tight. That's from Elizabeth. Oh, um, unfortunately. Well, generally, as if it's something like creeping ivy or Parthenocystis, the Virginia creepers, as they die, they lose the grip. The grip, you know, the, the actual tendrils start to uh, dry up and, and they lose effectively the grip. A good paint scraper is generally what I would use. So a paint scraper would up, you know, to, to actually remove the tendrils and, or the roots. That's the only effective way, really, of removing it. All right, Porek, that's all we have time for. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Porek Horkin, our gardening expert. And that's all we have time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by Gola. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show. With Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.